Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTanya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. I want to talk to you today about a topic that keeps coming up on my mind that I keep revisiting and I was second guessing if I was going to record this episode or not, if I'm being completely candid, but I feel like this is important for someone to hear. I want to talk to you about the company that you keep who you spend time with, how they influence you, how you influence them, what it says about you, how it can affect your life in multiple ways. The phrase birds of a feather flock together first comes to mind. And I remember saying this to someone many years ago, someone who was, um, trying to um, get my time, so to speak, who was trying to date me. And there wasn't anything particularly unsettling about this person. I didn't really know them all that well. You know, it was a new introduction type of situation. But I knew some people that he was friends with. And it did not... (laughs) It did not bode well for his character with the type of people that he spends time with. And let me stop right here and say, you are not necessarily who you spend time with, but who you spend time with can tell some things about you. It can reveal some things about you without you even understanding that. Um, I'll give you what I'll consider like an extreme circumstance. If you are a person who is responsible and a, you know, a good parent and, um, and, you know, you pay your bills on time and um, you are faithful to your spouse and all that good stuff. And you spend time with someone who, who is not known to be, a good parent, someone who has a tendency to be irresponsible, someone who is has a history of cheating in relationships. Um, and that's not just one of your friends. That's multiple of your friends who have those type of characteristics. But you are a responsible person. You You're faithful to your spouse. You're a good parent. You know, you all that good stuff. How likely is it that if that is who you are, that you are going to continue to spend time with multiple people who are not? Multiple people who are not, and it not bring into question your own character. Because if you are all those things, Why would you want to spend time with people who are not? Why would you want to put yourself in that type of environment? If you're a faithful spouse, 
Why would you want to spend time with someone who regularly cheats? If you are a responsible parent, why would you want to spend time regularly with someone whom you, who you see as a non-responsible parent? If you are a person who manages your money well and you, you know, take care of your business, why would you want to spend time with someone who does not, who is regularly, you know, trying to figure it out because they're irresponsible with their finances? And I'm saying this to help you to get where I'm going to be leading with this. We don't want to keep company with people who are the opposite of what we are. We don't want to spend time with people who counteract what we're trying to achieve in our own lives. We don't naturally want to. So when we do, when we are spending time with those types of people, one or two things is going to happen. Either they're going to start to influence us or we're going to start to influence them. And I get it. I have friends. I have associates. I have people who I spend time with who I'm, I'm purposely trying to motivate them to change some things in their life. I also spend time with people who I hope I'm being influenced by in a positive way. And, but I feel like my mindset about that is one person, one person in your life who you're trying to help motivate to move into a different position in life, in a better position in life is one thing. Multiple people is another because the more people that you surround yourself with that are of the same mindset, you will have a harder time trying to help them to elevate, but it, it will bombard you with becoming accustomed to a behavior that you are not trying to do. Um, if you used to smoke, if you used to smoke cigarettes, I'll say cigarettes. <laughs> if you used to smoke cigarettes and you quit, you're not going to put yourself in a position to frequently be around other people who continually smoke cigarettes and not start to get tempted not start to feel like maybe I should, you know, it's just one. I heard someone say there's a 30, 30, 30 rule. And I heard it on some type of motivational speaking thing. And I, I don't recall who it was. I really wish I could tell you right now, but um, the 30, 30, 30 rule goes, you should spend 30% of your time with people who you can help elevate who you can motivate, who you can pour into, who you can help them get to where you are, um, to whatever you've, you've accomplished thus far for yourself. You should spend 30% of your time with people who are where you are now, someone who you can really relate to. You can, you know, they can understand where you are in life. They can understand what you're going through. They can be that support that you're not alone with where you are and your frustrations and, and so on and so forth. And then you should spend 30% of your time with people who have progressed further than you so that you can understand some of the tactics of how to get to the next level, 
how to move forward. I feel like this is a genius concept, truly a genius concept, because of the simple reason that you want to be able to help serve people who have not gotten to where you are. Hopefully you want to do that. You definitely need to be somewhere in a position where people understand your plight. So you understand that it's not just you. It's not just you going through it. It's not just you dealing with it, struggling with it. And then also you need to spend time with people who are going to motivate you to the next level. Also, I feel like to remind you that you don't know it all, that you do not know it all. And that's okay because we're not supposed to. We're supposed to be always learning, always, you know, moving forward. I always feel like if you're not moving forward, you're stuck. And don't get me wrong. There's always a time for rest. There's always a time for being content with where you are. But you get older every single minute of your life, not even every day. You get older every minute of your life. Your body is progressing every single day. There is no point where your body actually stays the same. No point. So it's not even a thing about not being satisfied with where you are. It's understanding that the journey of life is progression. And so we are always supposed to be progressing. So I understand that we want to still hang with the same people. You know, you have lifelong friends. Hopefully you, you have lifelong friends. If you're fortunate enough, You've, you know people from a start point and you feel like these people are supposed to be with you throughout the entire journey. And most times they won't be. Most times they won't be because as we grow, as we learn, as we change, as we mature, all of these things change our, our perspective on life. It changes our aspects, our ambitions, our interests, our likes. Everyone is not meant to be with you on the entire ride. They're not. And if we are constantly trying to hold on to what was, we are also trying to hold on to an old version of who we were. The company that you keep should be company that not only sees where you are, not only understands you for who you are today, but if you're lucky, they will also understand who you were and respect that you've grown, that you've changed, that you've matured, and hopefully can also be a support for who you want to be in the future. And I'm throwing you that 30-30-30 rule in the aspect of if this is someone you feel like you want to be with you on this journey, you can't dictate if they'll do these things. But if they are able to do these things, here's a little tidbit I feel like on how to assess if at least for now, 
they can rock with you in a positive way. If there are people who you've known from the beginning and they can look at you and say, wow, you know, I remember when you were this way. I remember this. I remember that. But also respect the fact that that's no longer who you are in that entirety, that you have grown, that you have matured, that you have developed some things. You know, if they're a person who can say, yeah, I remember back in the day when we used to do this, that, this, this, that, and the other. But you know what? You've grown up a lot. You matured a lot. I respect what you've done. I respect the hard work that you put in. I respect that, you know, yeah, we, we had fun. It was, it was cool. But, you know, I see where you are right now. And you are this person that, you know, I'm proud of. But they can also look at you and say, I can't wait to see what you're going to do five, ten years from now. Because the way you are now is this, you know, is, is amazing or whatever. But I can also see how this is going to grow for you, how this is going to help you to advance to the next level. If someone that you rock with from day one can look at you and say that and can be a cheerleader for you at every phase, that might be somebody you can hold on to for the for the ride. That might be. But being honest with you, that's not most people. It's not. That's not most people. Most people can look at your past and look at who you were and how it benefited them in that moment or how it influenced them in that moment and how, you know, they enjoyed your time in that moment. But then look at you now and say things like, wow, you've changed. Man, I remember back in the day when we used to be able to go blah, blah, blah. Now you this, this, that and the other in a negative connotation. That's not somebody who's going to be able to rock with you the whole ride. Because that's somebody who wants who you were. Who wants what you used to be. What you used to do. How you used to operate and maneuver. And if you have grown past that. That person constantly trying to remind you of that in the sense of I wish you were that again is not somebody who's going to be able to roll with you on the whole ride same token if it was someone who can see where you are now but when you discuss where you want to be five years from now ten years from now what you want to be doing and those people are oh you know why I don't even understand why you're trying to do that you good where you at or I don't really see that happening for you. You know, how you, how you going to make that happen? Those might not be people who can rock with you the whole ride. I'm just telling you the truth here. Do I have those people in my life? Yes, I do. I do. I have the good and the bad and the indifferent. So I have, I have it all. I have it as friends. I have it as family. But the, the thing about it is... I heard T.I., the rapper, in an interview say that someone once gave him some advice about how you can't hold on to the ground and reach for the stars at the same time. And that's real. That's true. You cannot hold on to who you were in the sense of trying to still maintain that 
and still be that and work for who you want to be. It's not about flipping up the script and, and, you know, and, and becoming this whole new person. I don't believe that we are ever a whole new person. I believe that we build a foundation. Who we, who we were in our past, the things that have happened to us in our past, the people who we were with in our past is a foundation. It's a foundation. It's a starting point. Your starting point is not your ending point unless you're not moving. It doesn't mean we have to just leave people behind all the time. It doesn't. But it does mean that we are moving in a direction. Hopefully, those people are moving in a direction as well. The question is, are we going in the same direction? We don't even have to be going to the same destination, but are we at least going in the same direction? Because if we are trying to hold on to people who are going in completely opposite directions, what are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you really going? Have you sacrificed where you're trying to go to hang on to where they're going, where they want you to go? The company that we keep will influence us because it will, it will influence if you feel like you can do things sometimes. It will influence if you, let me back up a little bit, okay? Have you ever spent time with someone who, after interacting with them, you just feel like you can do anything? Because they pour into you so much, because they affirm you so much that, you know, that they can look at you and say, you know, I get it. You know, you're not where you want to be, but you are this, this, that, and the other. You have this talent, that talent, you know, you have this capacity, you know, your, your outlook is limitless. Someone who just sees you not giving you little, you know, sugar-coated affirmations, you know, and I'm not talking about affirmations as a bad thing. I'm just saying like someone who genuinely sees you and sees your capabilities and sees your talents and pours into that, pours into it. Have you ever had those interactions where you feel like you could almost fly? And I mean, literally feeling like you could soar after this interaction with this type of person. Thinking about how that motivates you and inspires you and kind of almost lights you on fire a little bit. And then on the opposite side, spending time with someone who, when you are just even where you are today, when you're just talking about what you're going through with your business right now, you know, whatever struggles you might have or the frustrations that you might have and that person looking at you like, well, you're being ungrateful because you have this, this, that and the other and you have this going for you and that going for you and I don't understand what you're complaining about and this is someone who clearly does not understand your daily plights. 
This is not a person for you to be able to, you know, have this interaction with because this may be a person who is trying to simply think about what you had in the past or maybe they haven't progressed to that point. This is someone who almost drains you, to be honest with you, almost drains you and makes you feel like you are not counting enough of your blessings. And don't get me wrong. There can be times when we do, we can just be griping about stuff, you know, just griping and complaining for no reason. And yes, sometimes we need a reality check on those types of things, but we also need space to just feel what we feel for the moment and not be, not be judged for it, really. You know, sometimes we all need a kick in the butt. Sometimes we do need somebody to help, help us to understand what we have already. But we also need a place where we can just vent and not feel judged and not feel like we're being ridiculed or put down for whatever feelings we're going through. We can work through them, but while you're working through them, it's a little bit difficult to feel like people don't understand you. Okay. The company that we keep is important. It is important. I'm not telling you to drop all your friends. I'm not. I'm not telling you don't spend time with family members or don't associate with certain people. I'm telling you be mindful. I'm asking you. I'm 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 suggesting for you to be mindful. I'm not telling you to do anything to be honest with you because at the end of the day it's your decision. But I'm telling you to I, I'm suggesting <laughs> that you be mindful of who you spend time with. And think about how that person pours into you and how that person, you know, reciprocates what you hopefully are giving out as well. I, um, I was posed a question by a parent in a scenario about how to really talk to your kids about what a good friend is because her child had some friends that she didn't necessarily feel like were good friends. They had gotten involved in some things, long story short, but, and she didn't really want her kid hanging around them, but she wanted to be able to talk to her child about this without just being like, oh, you can't be friends with them. I suggested to her to start talking to her child about what a good friend is not even putting a name on it of, of the friends that, that that child has, just asking her child some qualities of what you feel like a good friend is. And then once you did that, start to talk about some qualities of what a bad friend is, what a, a friend that's, you know, not so good to spend time with, you know, some things that they would do, how those different actions make made that, that, that child feel in relation to that friend. And then started to start to ask the child, you know, attaching a name to it, a good friend and a bad friend. Does so-and-so have these qualities? Does so-and-so do this? How does that make you feel? 
Because sometimes we, even as adults, hold on to relationships that we know no longer serve us, that we know no longer has the appeal that it used to have. Because if we are being honest with ourselves, sometimes we hold on to the memory of a friendship or connection or a relationship well past the time of what that relationship, friendship or connection now provides in our lives. If you were friends with someone from high school, you're an adult now. If your friendship with someone was based on a high school relationship and you bonded with that person because you were in the same sport and you had some of the same, um, some of the same hobbies, some of the same, you know, tendencies, and that's how you bonded with that person. Now you're doing different things. You're going different places. You're, and, and truthfully speaking, you could very well be the person not progressing. You could. But if you're unwilling to be influenced in a positive light to move forward, then that relationship no longer serves you. If that person has progressed beyond where you are and you are unwilling to figure some things out for yourself, that relationship no longer serves you. Vice versa, if that other person is unwilling to progress and you are moving forward, that relationship no longer serves you. It doesn't. We hold on to those memories. We hold on to um, what we wanted with that person, how we felt when we spent time with that person in the past, and it doesn't serve us any, any longer. Full disclosure, a previous relationship Holding on to what you thought the relationship was going to be. And I'm talking about myself. Holding on to what you thought a relationship was going to be. And allowing myself to outstay what it currently was. I'm not married. And I do not profess to have what I feel like should be a married mentality. And I say should, should feel, I say should for all those out there who are like, you don't know what you're talking about because you're not married. You're right. I am not married. So I don't have a married person's mentality. And every person needs to develop their own. But for me, if I choose to get married, my mentality on it at this current state in my life is there is no option for divorce. Once I agree to get married, I'm going to be married. We're going to figure it out or we're going to die trying. We're going to figure it out or we're going to die trying. But that's another whole topic. But back to what I'm saying, in a previous relationship, I held on a lot longer, a lot longer than I should have because I was holding on to what I wanted with that relationship I was holding on to what it used to provide, how I used to feel in the moment. But instead, I would find myself 
sitting there thinking, what am I doing here? Why am I still here? Why do I still keep involving myself in this? Because I knew the relationship no longer served me. It was a situation where I literally had to make my life smaller, make my dreams smaller, make my aspirations smaller in order to fit in his arms. Do you get what I'm saying? In order for me to hold on to the relationship, the connection with this person, I felt like I had to make myself smaller to fit. And that's not, that's not serving me. So don't make yourself smaller to fit into what you used to be to serve another person. Don't make yourself smaller. Make sure you are being mindful of who you spend time with. Make sure you are being intentional about who you spend time with. Even if that means sometimes you got to spend some time alone. The best time of growth can often be time of isolation. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes the best time of growth is time of isolation. Times when you are actually less seen. You know, I know the new phrase is we outside. <laughs> Sometimes the best times of growth is not when you are exposed and outside, so to speak. Sometimes the best times of growth is when you go unseen and you're just doing the work. Be intentional. Be selective. Even what it means, sometimes you got to spend more time alone. You'd be surprised at what you can accomplish when you are focused and undistracted and just really figuring some stuff out for yourself. I'm a firm believer that Interaction is a good thing. Interaction is something that can inspire you, that can motivate you, that can help you not take yourself so seriously, to be honest with you, because I can tend to do that. I can tend to overthink a lot. And um, interaction for me is a catalyst to remind myself to relax, chill out. It really is a reminder for me a lot of times. And so I'm never going to tell anyone to just shut it all off and isolate yourself and don't get involved and don't get out there. But I am going to tell you that if you feel like you have to let some people go in your life, don't freak out because you don't have people all around you all the time. Don't freak out when you have those moments when it's just you do the work. 
do the work. And I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> I really am. Do the work. Okay. So I'm not going to ramble on and on. I'm just going to remind you that um, this is a journey. You're going to meet a lot of people along the way. Don't get to the point to where you feel like you can't add new people to the mix. You know, I know uh, I'm a, I'll say I used to be a no new friends kind of person, but I'm learning that sometimes new friends are there to help you be that, you know, move on to that next level. And not just to say that you're supposed to be friends with people just because they can do something for you. That's absolutely not it. But connections are meant to be for you at every phase of it all. Every step, every phase of it all. So, you know, don't get stuck on the old friends <laughs> to where you, you can't make room for new ones. But um, take care of yourself out there. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Teach One today. I believe in you. I know that all you want for your family and for yourself, you can have. Don't ever stop working for it, working towards it. And be blessed and enjoy your life.